Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you, thank you. Far too kind. I appreciate you all being with me. Joining me on this wonderful day. Um, first things first, I want to give a shout out to all the mothers. Mother's Day just passed. Shout out to y'all. Uh, mothers play a very... I know I, people always say I slander women. That's not true. Fucking si- Yo, these sirens are disrespectful. I can't wait to move because these sirens over here are disrespectful. But anyway, shout out to the mothers. I hope all the mothers out there had a good Sunday, had a good weekend. Um, also, I didn't say it on my last podcast. Uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. He passed away. Um of a stroke. Uh, he directed baby boy boys in the hood. He was involved directing, writing and, and, uh, executive producing the show snowfall. So, you know, he, he's put out some great legendary work. So rest in peace to him. Um, uh, game of Thrones is out of control. Um, some of y'all call her Daenerys. Some of y'all call her Khaleesi. I call her a fucking psycho who just needs some dick. And she out here wilding. Um, people, like I said before, if you haven't watched that show, please get on that. For all my returning listeners, thank you for your support. To all my new listeners, welcome to the ignorance. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ignit Podcast. That's I-G-N-I-N-T Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at Brandon does underscore. Um, you could also friend me on Facebook. That's where I talk the most shit. You can friend me on Facebook. I go by my government name, Brandon M Davis. Um, don't be weird. You know, if you, if you're going to come to my Facebook, please understand it's jokes. It is jokes. People. It is jokes. Okay. Relax. Don't come on my Facebook all serious. I hate mature-ass Facebook users. Like, enough, man. Facebook is slowly turning into, like, 30-plus-year-old people being upset over everything. And it baffles me because, you know, when growing up, right, my generation, we are basically responsible for rappers like Eminem, rappers like DMX, uh, wrestlers like D-Generation X. Yo, we used to run around school telling teachers to suck it. You know what I mean? And then we used to have Eminem rapping about killing his mom, his wife, DMX, what these bitches want from a nick, you know, just, just out here wilding. And now this is the same generation that just gets offended over everything. We want everything to just be, oh, it's all about equality and everyone deserves a fair chance and blah, blah, blah. Nah, I don't believe in equality, as I said before. Fuck equality, okay? Equality is when everything's equal, correct? So you mean to tell me that LeBron James and the very worst player in the NBA deserve the same exact salary because they do the same exact job and play the same exact sport? Eh, don't think so. No. So yeah, I don't believe in equality. Quick, quick thing. <laughs> this is speaking of unfair, right? Yo, in Connecticut, they passed a law, right? Where if you're a boy, right? 
and then you identify as a girl without taking any estrogen pills, any surgeries, any type of medical enhancements to make you closer to a girl. All you got to do is say you identify as a girl and you can compete in girls sports. Okay. You know, equality and shit. Okay. Um, so I was watching this documentary about that and there was a, a guy got into high school in the first three years of high school, ninth, 10th and 11th grade. He was competing in boys track and field. and was losing every single year, right? Yo, his senior year, he was just like, or I, I don't know what happened. Maybe this is a scheme. I don't know. Came back senior year and said, hey, I identify as a girl. He didn't get no surgery, ain't get no pills, nothing to make him less of a boy. Came through, brolic as shit, threw on a wig, said he identified as a girl. And smoked everybody. <laughs> like, he dusted these bitches, right? And it was two of them, actually. So two fully grown 18-year-old teenage boys were competing with teenage girls. And realistically, see, you know what's crazy? How women out here screaming, oh, women and men are equal, we're equal. And then we compete in sports and then we dust y'all, then y'all say it ain't fair. Which one is it? Do you want equality or do y'all want to realize that we're not equal? Okay, I'm going to get into... More, more nonsense, but I'm just trying to set things up. But so the top six advanced to a state final, right? So because it was two guys, two girls that could have qualified didn't. So those two guys went on to get college scholarships and compete in college and stuff like that. I don't know how I'd feel about my daughter losing out on a track and field scholarship to a boy. You know, I mean, I, I get it. You know, the, 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 the world that we're in now, you got to make everyone happy and stuff like that. And equality and fairness and blah, blah. But y'all don't see a problem with this. Like there's transgender men breaking records for like women's powerlifting and shit. Like, well, yeah, it's a fucking guy. Like, what do you think? Like men are much stronger and faster than women. I mean, we can sit here and try to be like, oh, women can do anything a man can do. No, you can't. All right. No, you can't. Okay. Just, just, just love and learn, learn to love being a woman, I should say. Okay. Men and women are different. We're not equal. Our, I guess our differences make us equal. Let's just put it at that. We shouldn't be competing physically in the same things. Like intellectually we can be equal, but physically no. Like I remember people were saying, oh, Ronda Rousey could beat men. Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey. Listen, bro, Ronda Rousey can't beat half the women. Okay, let's just, let's stop. Okay, let's cut it out. Moving along. Speaking of women going crazy. um, So, unless you've been living under a rock, everyone knows about Aisha Curry. And her comments, for lack of a better phrase, right? So she sat down with Jada Pinkett uh, for, what's that show? Red Table, Red Talk. I don't know. Don't really care either. But she sat down for an interview. And in that interview, the con the concept of insecurities came up, right? 
It's called Red Table Talk. Excuse me. Let me not be rude. It's called Red Table Talk. Okay. And during that interview, she said something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of insecurity is the fact that, yeah, there are all these women like throwing themselves at him. But me, like the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. I have zero. That sounds weird. But like male attention. And so then I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, is there something wrong with me? She goes on to say, you know, it's not necessarily that she wants the attention, but it'd be nice to know that someone's looking. Okay, folks. Can we, can we, can we uh, backtrack a little bit to this year? What? 2015, 2016. Remember when there was a woman who walked around New York City for 10 fucking hours, right? 10 hours. Just to be filmed of guys trying to holler at her going, hey, yo, ma, what's good? Hey, yo, ma, hey, yo, ma, let me holler at you. Let me holler, holler, holler. Can I holler, 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 holler? Let me holler at you, right? And what do women say? That is unwarranted. We don't need your approval. We don't need your attention. We don't need your cat calling. Right? Cool. So we said, all right, we're going to leave y'all alone. Fast forward, the Me Too movement starts. Oh, this is about men harassing us. This is about men flirting with us when we didn't ask for it and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Cool. I know me and other guys were just like, you know what? All right. Maybe they right. Maybe we tripping. Maybe we tripping. Maybe, you know, maybe we are endorsing rape culture. Maybe we are going too far. Maybe we are just disrespecting women, right? 2016, it was, we don't want all this. It's unwanted. It's unwarranted. Hashtag me too. All men are rapists. Rape culture. Feel me? Now here we are in 2019. I feel insecure because men don't give me any attention. Bitch, what do you want? Like, y'all are confusing. Because just... Y'all just me tooed us to death for the last three years. And now Aisha Curry is just like, oh, well, I'm not getting attention. And yet now y'all are just like, y'all don't understand when men no longer like you. You don't feel attractive anymore. First of all, insecurity, that sounds like a, a you problem. Okay. It sounds like a personal problem. Now, when men start sending y'all unsolicited dick pics again and saying, hey, yo, my all over again, I don't want to hear a fucking peep out of y'all. Because y'all can't decide what y'all want. First y'all was saying, you know, it's bad. Now it's, yes, Aisha, I feel you, sis. Which one is it? Okay? Which one is it? And you know what? I'm not even really mad about her comments, okay? Because apparently a lot of people have insecurities. I'll get into that. But here's what I really have issue with, right? Super issue with. Could you imagine if this was flipped the other way around? LeBron James has a show on HBO, right? Where it's him, uh, Maverick Carter, and like a bunch of other celebrity guys. They all sit in a barbershop and they just talk guy shit. Could you imagine what it would have happened or looked like 
If Steph Curry went on that show with like Clay Thompson, LeBron, Kevin Durant, motherfucking uh, Snoop, I don't know, bunch of other married men, and said, yeah, my wife cool and all, but tired this bitch. I need some attention from some new bitches. Could you imagine the backlash that he would have received? Can you imagine? Oh, man ain't shit. Man ain't shit. Man ain't shit. He got a good wife at home and still ain't happy. He ain't this. He ain't that. That's that's my issue because I know if it was the other way around, there would be no understanding of insecurity. It would just be called ungrateful. He doesn't appreciate what he has at home. There would be a million and one memes about men who don't appreciate relationships. She would be crying. How can he publicly embarrass her like that? All types of shit. But because she said that, it's just like, oh my God, you don't know what they're going through at home. She's a mom of three. I know what that's like when I have children. I don't feel as beautiful as I used to. Listen, bro. Listen, like I said, to me, insecurities is usually your brain saying, hey, nigga, you fucking up. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Like, otherwise you wouldn't be insecure about it. Like, women are like, oh, my God, after I gave birth, I don't feel as pretty. Bitch, go to the gym. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. People start, you know what it is? People get in relationships, right? And they start getting lazy. Men and women. Fellas, if you get in a relationship, and when you first get with your girl, you taking her out all the time and massaging her feet and rubbing her back and doing this and doing that and calling her your queen and all of this, that shit. Ten years later, you still got to do the same thing. Otherwise, she's going to hit you with the, you've changed. You don't love me the way you used to anymore, bro. And they will start getting comfortable. They don't get fresh no more. They don't be getting shape-ups no more. They start taking it for granted. Women, if you... Got your eyebrows on fleek. You wear makeup. You go to the gym. You take care of yourself. Ten years later, you got to do the same shit. Okay? Otherwise, what's dude's going to say? Man, this bitch is whack, yo. She don't do nothing the way she used to no more, yo. Ladies, if you suck dick and lick balls and do all this crazy shit, when you give them head, when y'all first get together, you got to do that later on. Fellas, if you eat ass ten years from now, you got to eat ass. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be, you've changed. You can't be slacking in a relationship. A lot of dudes, when they first get with their girl, they got a sex pack, they in shape. You know what I mean? Ten years later, son got titties, big ass stomach. He don't want to do nothing no more. A lot of women don't get their hair done no more. They got that same fucking ponytail, boy. Women just start wearing leggings every day. And then what happens when people don't take care of themselves? They start getting depressed and insecure. I don't feel beautiful anymore. Because you're not. You look like shit. <laughs> okay? I don't know, son. She's like, she'll be sweating me the way she used to. Nigga, have you looked in the mirror? You look like shit, bro. When the last time you got a cut? When the last time you went to the gym, lifted some weights? Bro, would you fuck you if you were a woman? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then people start getting insecure and they start second guessing everything. And then they try to project their insecurities onto other people and make it seem like it's somebody else's fault. That's a you problem. That's your fault. 
Okay. And you know what I mean? Like, that just, yo, me and my boy, we constantly talk about, yo, women like dudes who ain't shit. They do. They do. Women love a guy that they have to chase. Let me not just say women. People like people who ain't shit. Like, the minute you feel like you got somebody, that's when you start wilding, you start finding problems with them. If someone constantly leaves you in disarray, and you're always chasing them. And by the time you figure out you chasing this person, eight, nine years have went by. Okay. Steph Curry, three-time NBA champion, two-time league MVP, got a contract north of $200 million. He's 6'3", he's light-skinned. Of course bitches are going to throw themselves at him. And he chooses to stay at home and be a faithful husband and father to you. And then she goes on to say, oh, he's a great husband, great father. It's nothing more I could really ask for, from him. But, like, what would you mean, but? What more do you want? Like Tyree said, what more do you want from me? I mean, damn. How many women would kill to have the father of their children around? Not even married to him. Not even a relationship to him. Around. And here you are. Oh, I, I want other dudes to like look at me. I'm telling you, man. You opened up Pandora's box. Aisha Curry DM is going to be full of dick pics. And then she's going to want to scream. Oh, you guys are harassing me. Yeah, well, you asked for it. Ayo Ma about to make a real strong comeback. So I'm just trying to figure out what do y'all want? Y'all want attention from men? Y'all want that unwarranted attention? Because you know how men always say, yo, women like that shit. Women love, women love when you flirt with them. Women like that shit. And what did y'all say? Oh, no, we don't. How dare you? You don't know what women want. And blah, 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 blah. Three years later, oh, we want attention. Yeah, we know, motherfucker. Y'all just want to be right about everything. We know y'all want attention. Y'all, listen, everybody likes to be complimented. Everybody likes to feel like they're still attractive. Everybody. I don't have these problems because I'm 6'2 with a full-time job. So I know bitches like me. And I'm funny. Now let me stop. I'm wilding. But yo, like, I'm I'm just saying, like, all y'all women that are just like, oh, you don't understand, right? Imagine if I came on this podcast and was just like, yeah, my girl cool, but I want some new bitches. Like, yo... Y'all will look at me like, how could he disrespect her that way? That's so rude. But y'all understand some, some light-skinned chicks. This is why I don't like light-skinned chicks, bro. It's out of y'all. Because y'all have this complex of, how dare you not look at me? Bitch, you ever think people just respect Steph Curry? They're like, oh, whoa, chill. Like, that's a married woman of with three kids and... You know, Steph a cool dude. I ain't gonna fuck up their relationship. You should be glad that dudes have the decency and respect for you and your husband to not violate. Steph a better man than me. Because Steph basically came out and gave like a vanilla statement stating, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm in full support of her. People need to speak out, blah, blah, blah. I'm not capping for that. 
Because people were just like, oh, Steph understands. Men need to understand. What do you expect him to say? That's his wife. Like, what's he going to come out? There's, if he said anything other than that, it would have been a problem. Has Steph been like, yo, bitch, you wild and you disrespecting me? Y'all would say, how could he talk to his wife that way? Bitch, how could she talk that way? What do you mean? I'd have a problem with that. Like, if you feel this way, if you really, truly feel this way, come tell me. Don't say things about your insecurities and your relationships in need of the opposite sex publicly. Because now you have to deal with public backlash. Come see me. Come talk to me. If it's, if we can't resolve it, let's go see a marriage counselor. I don't know. Let's go be gym buddies. I don't know. Let's go on a vacation. Like, don't. I, I don't I don't like my business being public unless I'm the one telling it. Don't be out here acting like you're not happy and you want attention from other dudes. You know what I mean? Show thirsty ass. It's that light skin shit. I don't want attention. I don't want attention. Now you want attention. Women don't know what they want. Yo, here's here's women logic in a nutshell. Women will create social media, right? And then set everything private. Their Instagram, their Facebook, right? And then they say, oh, I'll only want people that I accept. Okay, cool. I feel you. I want to keep my life private. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. You don't want just random people commenting on your stuff. I get it. But then in the same breath, Accept requests from strange men that they don't know. Just to fucking complain about these strange men that they don't know. Like some dude will just pop up in their comments saying some wicked shit and she'll be and then you she'll have a problem with it and you're just like, oh, who's that? I don't know him and da 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 da. It's just like so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You saw that you didn't know him and then accepted the request anyway, and then now you're complaining about a strange guy you don't know? That kind of sounds like someone just creating their own problems. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I just don't understand y'all. I don't know. It just sounds like bullshit. It just sounds like you want something to complain about and be needy and want attention from. Because y'all stay accepting requests from strange ass men. Like we're in a world where people are just like, oh, it's rape culture and this and that and this and that and this and that, you know. But then you fuck random people you meet on Twitter and Tinder. Like, if y'all so terrified of these predators that are just roaming the streets, why would you fuck a random person you know nothing about that you met on Tinder? It's just the contradictions of society. I mean, people are as confused as Bruce Jenner's penis out here. <laughs> ah, that was kind of funny. Um, but yo, not not for nothing. A lot of these women's insecurities, I'll take the blame. It's men's fault. We fucked up. We fucked up. We did. We did. We fucked up. We fuck up. We cheat a lot. We lie a lot. We were texting other bitches. So I get it. Especially if you're men in powerful positions where we got all these groupies, we got to get this and that. I get it. I I get it. I get it. I get it. We don't compliment our women as much as we should we stop taking them out dudes be leaving their kids dudes be leaving 
their family and then get with the next woman and marry her and have a whole new family. We do a lot of fucked up shit. So I totally get women's insecurities. Totally get it. But if you're a married woman of three with a faithful husband, shut up. Just shut up, please. Nobody wants your... Yo, when she's only like 30, 31. She's my age. Like, how are you this insecure at 31? Nobody told you you have all these kids? It's not even insecure. It just sounds jealous that Steph Curry has all this attention. I mean, he, he kind of earned it. You know, two-time MVP, like I said. Three-time NBA champion. Multiple-time NBA All-Star. And what's she do? Make unseasoned chicken and casseroles? Like, what the fuck? You came in the game as Steph Curry's wife. Like, you're not famous. We know you because you're his wife. It's not like you did some fly shit and established your own brand and your own identity before him. Like, you came in, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Steph girl. That's always what you've been known as. Get over yourself. Be glad that men aren't disrespecting you, your family, your man, and just be happy with your corny married life. It's okay. Obviously, he don't think you ugly. He keeps busting nuts in you. He ain't going nowhere. Okay, like I, I can understand if he was caught. If I can understand if he was moving like Tristan Thompson out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got that bitch pregnant, but I want to fuck new bitches. I can understand if he was moving like that. Steph Curry is the corniest motherfucker in the NBA, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Steph Curry is like size nine New Balance sneakers. Like, it's not threatening. Like, everyone looks at Steph Curry as the good boy of the NBA. When I think of Steph Curry, I think of like minivans and soccer practice and shit. Like, he he just seems like he's happily married and just wants to live a corny husband and wife life. You know what I mean? When I think of Tristan Thompson, I think of nightclubs, Lamborghinis, and bitches. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, be glad you're not with Tristan. Be glad you're not a Chloe. Appreciate what you have. I mean, everybody got insecurities. Whether they're big or small. I have a very stupid insecurity. You know what my insecurity is? You know what one of my biggest insecurities is? Y'all gonna be like, what? This is a huge insecurity for me. I'm black. Can't play spades. Hey, shit. I can't even shuffle cards. You know how annoying it is? I can play poker, though. I can play Texas Hold'em. You know how annoying it is when you, like, passing a deck around, and it's like, yo, it's your turn to shuffle, and I, like, turn it, and the cards fly everywhere? It's embarrassing. 31 years old and can't shuffle cards. I have been trying since I am four years old. But you know what I do with my insecurities? I learn to laugh at them. If I can't fix that insecurity, I've been trying for, like, 25 years to shuffle cards. I think I'm just, like, retarded when it comes to that. So I've accepted that. I've learned to laugh at it. I don't get offended when people laugh at me for trying to shuffle cards. But if you can fix your insecurity, why sit back complaining about it? Just go fix it. Just go fix it. A big problem overall, actually, is like there's no more cohesiveness as people. It's like cooler to fuck a bunch of people than it is to be committed and in love. Like the internet fucked everything up. The internet is a forum that's supposed to be a network to connect people. 
And that has realistically pushed us further and further apart, leading to people being starved for things like attention and likes from people that they don't even know. Like validation from people you know is like, that's been superseded by people you don't know. Like this podcast, right? I'm sending it to my friends and family first because I, I want to get their honest opinion on if they like it or not. If I could get 10 of my friends to listen to it like, yo, that shit was fine, hilarious. Cool, I'm fine with that. If if a million people I don't know listen to it, great. But if I could get the people I'm cool with to just like laugh and talk shit, I, like I'm, I'm happy with that. But the internet has taught you to seek validation and attention from people you don't know and don't really give a fuck about you. Like, everyone's obsessed with being famous or having, like, a K next to their followers for nothing. Especially, like, if you don't own a business or a podcast or a a show or anything that requires an audience, why do you want to be famous? I I guess in my life, followers kind of matter because that gives me a bigger platform or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that could lead to ads for this show or whatever the case may be. But it's just ironic that the tool made for socializing has depleted our socializing skills. Like, you ever go to a party or a dinner with your friends or your family? What's the one thing everyone's doing? Their phone out talking to people who aren't there. Talking to the internet. Talking to, you know what I mean? It's just like, you got 20 people right next to you. You can't start a conversation with any of them being on your phone and being on the internet has made people so socially inadequate that they can't, they can only talk through a device. Like face-to-face contact is weird. A lot of people don't even look at each other in the eyes when they talk anymore. It's like awkward. Like through text, you can respond when you feel ready. You could say, Oh, I didn't see it. You can type in acronyms. You could type LOL and not even be laughing. That's why people are so angry all the time. We don't laugh anymore. Like, you go on Facebook, someone could type something, you just write LOL or LMAO, and you're not even laughing. You're just typing LMAO and like 50 O's afterwards. You're not even really laughing. Me personally, when I type laughing my asshole, I'm really laughing. So people, when you type LOL, make sure you laugh. We're like, we're not being human. We're being robotic. We're just being, we're just typing in commands and codes. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Other day, my girl and I went out and the place we were eating at was playing R&B music from what? Like 10, 15 years ago at this point. It was playing Cater to You by, by Destiny's Child. Y'all know that song. Just let me cater to you. And I was just like, damn, they don't make love songs no more. Like genuine love songs. Cater to you, your wish is my command. Let me cater to my man. Bitches ain't trying to hear that in 2019. Cater to my man, fuck that nigga. <laughs> like, that shit will not sell records in 2019. Whatever year that was, I think that was what, 06, when Beyonce tried to give Destiny's Child another chance. And they put that song out. That ain't that ain't gonna work now. She went from catered to my man to just being an angry black woman, hating her husband, the entire Lemonade album. And that's the shit y'all gravitate to. 
all R&B music dudes was in love. Is there any more room for me in those jeans? Niggas was in love back then. Now, I don't love no thotty. Like, it's just getting crazy. <laughs> you know? Like, people are afraid to be in love. Because they don't want to get embarrassed. They're insecure. They're not confident in themselves. I don't know what the case is. But I, I, the, the point I'm trying to make is stop being so scared of everything. Like, a lot of insecurities could be solved by taking care of yourself. Not being afraid to be in love. Not being afraid of being with one person. Stop trying to be a celebrity. Just, you know what I mean? It's okay to be boring. About that time. If y'all haven't figured out now, yes, Aisha Curry got supreme dickhead for this episode. But it's time to wrap this episode up with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. The irony and making everyone happy is, eventually, you make everyone upset. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.